Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from The Practical Medium. I am Michelle, your Practical Medium, and today we are going to be talking about Ouija. Now this is probably the part of the podcast where I'd put in some spooky crazy music, but I don't have any and I'm, I still haven't quite figured out how to find a library of sound effects to make things punchier. So we'll just have to imagine that as I do my intro. But seriously, all things considered, uh, Ouija is a is something that I see come up time and time again on social media, or even TV shows, and um, you constantly get people going, oh, they're evil, oh, they bring in demons, oh, they make your life all miserable because you get attachments and crap, and all because you touch the Ouija, and oh my god, the people that come through aren't your people that are loved ones. Well, bullshit to all of that. That's what I have to say. It's just bullshit. And there's a good reason for that. Because Ouija is not a... Um, it's marketed as a toy, but it's really a tool. And it's a tool that can be of immense assistance and help if it is used correctly. It helps people who are basically muggles, pardon the insult, um, that don't have the ability to connect to their loved ones in spirit through the the use of opening their minds up and expanding their perspective but they still want to stay connected all the same and it is entirely possible to do that through a Ouija board now the name of Ouija is kind of weird because it's French and I believe either Portuguese or Spanish for yes yes and I'm sure I will get corrected on the the ya part where that comes from um Actually, it might be, yeah, I never mind. I digress. So the, um, the whole thing of it is, yes, yes, is because it's, it's a positive affirmation of the information you're going to get through this board will be good, positive, yes, what you're looking for, you know, but that's neither here nor there. Because over the decades, it, it has gotten such a lousy reputation. And I am going to work on dispelling said reputation in this podcast, and for good reason. Because it's a tool. It's not supposed to be something that is, uh, you're supposed to be afraid of. It doesn't summon demons. It doesn't attract the attention of negative entities that can do serious harm to you. And, well, sure, things can come through that will scare the living crap out of you. It, it, because you don't have the context of what's there. It doesn't make people's lives miserable. And you know what? I tell you one thing. A demon just doesn't care. It doesn't give a rat's ass about what somebody on earth happens to be doing with a Ouija board. You are more likely, and I put the odds close to 100% of that likeliness, to get somebody in spirit who wants to talk to you and just do that, talk to you. Or they're a loved one and they want to say hi and they notice that you're doing that. So they will guide you to, that, to, the, to the letters or the words on the board that tell you that they're there. You know, plain and simple. Now, I'm going to break all of this down into what it is, what it isn't, how to use it, and what you do with the information that you get from it. So... First of all, I'm going to touch a little bit on the history of the Ouija board. The Ouija board is actually also known as the talking board. They have probably been around since the days of the Egyptians when we first came up with the use of, of pictograms in place of words. So somebody probably was screwing around and said, hey, what if we tried this? What if I drew these words down when I get an answer from the afterlife? 
and somebody figured out, oh, hey, wait, yeah, holy shit, this is real, it works. And it has been around in some form or another um, with humanity and used in one way or another. And it's gone in waves. Sometimes they're forgotten about, sometimes they're discovered again. But you come fast forward to the 20th century when um, Milton Bradley and Parker Brothers, whoever was the one who, uh, both of them I'm, I'm sure have Ouija boards, decided to create a novelty that was sure to create that delicious scare among preteens having, uh, you know, having a party of some kind. And uh, they formalized it. They created the design to look spooky. They gave the planchette in the shape of an upside-down heart to give the uh, give your plate fingers a place to go, and they made it easy for people to spot the, the 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 numbers or the letters being spelled out or even the words by using the magnifying thing in the center along with a pointer. So you cannot get easier. But you know what? You can create your own Ouija board. Print out an alphabet. Print out numbers. Print out some simple statements like yes or no. Grab an old mouse and sit down with that mouse, open up your intent to some, talk to somebody who's on the other side of you and let them guide your hand. It really is that simple. You can get, so, you can get the communication on just a piece of paper and an old computer mouse. And if you don't believe me, try it. You'll be surprised. So anyway, the whole idea of the Ouija board, as I'm saying, is to create a little thrillful scare. But what Milton Bradley and Parker Brothers weren't about to do is to put instructions in there that say, all right, you guys, before you do this, say a prayer, shield yourselves, you know, don't um, close up the area so that you can only let good people through and you, bat you, you knock out the garbage. You know, they're not about to do that because they're not about to, A, give this thing legitimacy to it being anything other than a toy, and B, they do not want lawsuits. Because if they were to tell you to do something vaguely religious sounding to prevent garbage from coming through, well, you know, somebody might get attacked by, an, by a negative entity and, and try to sue Milton Bradley or Parker Brothers over it. Uh, you know, that's really good PR, isn't it? Hey, this toy you sold me that you said is just make-believe brought something through that I can't see and now I've been had the shit beaten out of me and I want you to be responsible for that. I cannot <laughs> all serious and see that happening. So on that note, um, that's why they are marketed as a toy and that is why when, when weird stuff happens, people freak out because they have no idea that they're actually really are communicating with somebody on the other side. Most of the time it's a deceased family member or friend. Uh, sometimes it might be a neighbor who just wants to say, hey, I'm still here. Wanna let you know and um, don't forget about me. I haven't forgotten about you kind of stuff. So the chances of that being anything other than the person that you are looking for or talking to are slim to none. Now, this whole idea that there's somebody out there, the de the, an evil, nasty entity that's going to mimic your Aunt Fanny is like zero and even beyond that. There's just, they just do not do it. You do get some negative, some, some trolls, pranksters, slightly negative people going, hey, it's, <laughs> let's, let's mess with me. Let's, let's, let's mess with a living, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. But they can't get the information they need to really... Um, mimic that person because our information whether we are alive or dead is ours only somebody who is a, who's trying to 
mimic that cannot get anything other than what may be on the surface. If that, they might be able to pick up what's on your surface of your mind about that person because you're thinking of them, but they can't really get anything deeper. So if you were to ask them questions that only with with the answers that only that person would know about it's not a demon it's that person that you want that you're trying to connect with because they're the only ones apart from anybody other any other person involved that are going to know this so if only three people know something that happened to you at a certain point in your life it's it's going to stay among those three people and yourself an evil entity is not going to waste the time to download that information off of somebody and then come to you during a Ouija session and throw it back in your face. It just doesn't happen. It's not worth their time. There is no benefit. There's no reward for messing with you apart from getting you a little hiccup scare and, and sending, giving them a little energetic hit. You know, it's kind of like taking a, 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 pardon the analogy, but this is the best thing that I can come to. It's like taking a bong hit of ditch weed. And I say that as somebody who cannot smoke physically because the physical body does not like mind-altering substances, but that's the best analogy. It is that bad. It is the, the, the amount of energy that you generate by getting a little scared to a negative energy. Is just, it's just garbage. It ain't worth it. So you, you just don't really supply enough fear to a negative energy entity, excuse me, enough fear energy to a negative energy entity. I'm slipping on my words to make it worth their while to come and bother you during a, a Ouija session and try to claim they're somebody that you're looking for. Just ain't worth. So in that regard, when you do have somebody come through to you on a Ouija board, you can feel safe that in the knowledge and secure and that the person you are talking to is indeed your Aunt Fanny. So the just don't even and if the, the less you doubt this the better it is because the better your communication the better the board will the, the planchette will move the better the more in-depth the responses and um don't look at it as something that you're going to get yourself scared off so much as you want a happy fun pleasant reconnection with somebody so the ouija board can supply that provided that you put yourself in that state of mind so now I'm going to get to the inevitable question of, so how do I keep these evil assholes out of my space when I am working on a Ouija board? So let's say that you have decided that you want to try the Ouija board and use it as a tool and use it for good and use it for positive connection, reinforcement, communication with um, a family member or even just looking to talk to some ma major entity on the other side and get some guidance. You can do that with a Ouija board, you know. Um, you have to set your intent, but that is not the only thing. As I mentioned before, you do need to prepare your space and yourself and intent that this is the only thing you are going to entertain and acknowledge while you are using the Ouija board. So I'm going to give you some guidelines. Everybody is going to take these guidelines and do something slightly different with it. Don't feel like you have to, to follow my instructions exactly. And the reason why I point that out is so you understand that the stuff that you are doing will be come through, will come through you and you will put your personal spin on it. And that is okay because you want to put your personal spin on it because this is your energy you are putting out there. So. Having gotten that out of the way, 
what you can do at the very most basic and if you've got nothing else around you and you want to do an impromptu session is you're going to um, set your intent you're going to say okay I'm about to start this board nobody's going to come through that I don't want to hear from I want to hear only from the people I ask for you're going to tell that anybody who has a negative intent can kiss my shiny metal ass and leave now because they're not going to be entertained and you're not going to let them come through and you set your intent verbally and mentally towards this and then what you do and this is going to sound a bit like a comic book thing but it, it's in terms of how I describe it but it's very effective is you're going to do something called white lighting you're gonna white light the room you're in and all that means is that you're sitting in a room and right now you might be sitting in a room like where I'm sitting white walls white light natural sunlight coming in well overcast sunlight but anyway uh, coming in and flooding the room with light well that is wonderful and it will clear out the shadows and keep things from hiding but it doesn't um, it's not the whole thing you're not sealing the room against anything negative so in your mind's eye you see this room you can close your eyes this is okay because you don't you can get away from the visual distraction and you just imagine that every single surface has a white halo around it kind of like a shield the imaginary shield the, the shield that you see somebody wearing in a comic book um, you know the white glowing oval around them only this is going to cover the whole room this is going to go floor ceiling everywhere and it will prevent and minimize it'll prevent crap from coming in and it will minimize anything from leaking through um, and when you do this you make it not worth the time for a piece of trash to come through and mess with you while you're doing Ouija now if that's if you have time to prepare for a session and you want to really set it up and you want to go the whole route you can do what I call an altar and now it's not an altar that you where you worship a god it's an altar where you are setting up a safe space not only do you do what I say talk about with good intent and white lighting your room you are going to make a space that is sacred to what you are doing you know so you don't get contaminants so to that end give yourself a couple of white candles you can do one you can do two do whatever you feel it makes you happy but white or as white as possible tea lights are fine and um, if you have um, if you like you can get uh, flowers white flowers silk flowers are actually okay too because they put off white light and um, if you'd like some incense or because you can sage is always or is more potent in sending out intent but it stinks so put some put down some bring some incense to you light it and make it a pleasant space make it look welcoming to you and you, you can do this with yourself or you can do it with multiple people it doesn't matter as long as they understand that they have to also share their intent with you that in you know make a mantra say things that only good things are coming I only want these people to come talk to me I do not want anybody else so on and so forth like I said you make this your own you find your way through it it will come to you when you start opening your mouth and speaking your intent so it's kind of strange but it's a little form of it's a channel form of channeling to find the right words to keep something out so once you have gotten all this out of the way and it really won't take you as long as it has taken for me to explain 
you will be able to open your session. And if you have religion, as I put it, you can say a prayer. You can say a prayer to whoever your favorite archangel is. You can say a prayer to God, Jesus, Mother Mary, anybody. If you are of another religion, the same thing applies. You can you can say a prayer to whoever deity you, or high authority in your religion you feel is who you want to hear you. That's fine. And if you don't have religion and you're an absolute atheist, you don't have to say anything except universe protect me that's it that's all you got to say so once all that's out of the way you start your session and how you start your session is completely up to you you put your hands on the planchette or put a hand on the planchette however you feel is right you will let your your body will know what's right because your mind and body are working in concert and you just let go. You ask your questions, make your statements, write down the responses, record everything so you can review it later because sometimes you miss things in the moment. However you like to do it, that's totally up to you. But this is a tool and how you use the tool is up to you. This is why I'm saying everything I am telling you is guidance. It's not written in stone. So you sit there, you find your way, you find your whatever works for you in terms of your language you use. And then you start by asking for, you know, Aunt Fran, you know, or your, you know, whoever, or your grandma and grandpa, whichever ones you want to talk to, whoever you want to talk to, just let them know that you want to talk to the one person at that particular time and can please everybody wait their turn. That's something that happens to mediums and it will happen to you reading the, doing the Ouija because they, they will jumble you up. So if you just ask, hey, can you just hold off and let me talk to one person at a time and I promise I'll get to everybody who I'm, who's here. You know, you will get a better reading. You'll get a better reading of the board, rather. You will get a better communication. And you'll get better information. Now, Ouija takes time and you may only have time to talk to a couple of people. But um, it does. this is how you want to use it. You want to use it for good. You want to use it for positive. And you only want to use it for things, for people you want to talk to. And that leads me on to my next topic of why Ouija boards are sometimes people say to burn them or bury them. That's because tools absorb the energy of the user. And I mean any tool. My computer absorbs my energy. If I were to use a hand tool, it would absorb my energy. That's why if you have a much loved tool, it feels right in your hand. You know, it's very small absorption of your energy, but it is tuned into you and it works the way you want it to when you need it to. And the same goes for a Ouija board. Why I talk about flooding this board with nothing but good intents is because it makes it into a positive tool. It makes it something that tunes into you. It makes it into something that keeps crap out and it keeps it something that is focused on your intent. So when you walk up to the board again and you say, I wanna to talk to so-and-so, you can talk to them, not some asshole who is trying to spare the crap out of you. So, you know, that's how you prevent all of that stuff. Now, as far as um, the mimicking stuff comes, if you don't protect yourself, uh, beforehand, that's not to say that you are going to get 
attachments or you're going to get you know evil stuff coming through it just doesn't really happen and I'll, I'll address the the demon stuff like the zozo demon that comes up a lot on like ghost tv shows like ghost adventures and i think some other else has somewhere else has um covered this uh hem phenomenon but um you just will probably pick up a when you don't set your intent you'll pick up a smart ass who tries to mess with you and ruins the whole experience by taking these steps and protecting yourself beforehand and protecting the room and setting the intent and making it put nothing but the people you want you keep those assholes out it's about as simple as it gets so just do it get in the habit of doing it if you like to use the Ouija and like the results you get from it but it is never an evil thing and when you flood a board with nothing but good and positive energy that board will always stay that way because it has absorbed it it's in its core and you can put that board away into a closet and forget about it for decades until the next generation finds it and not worry about it. Now, I'll get to storage and also towards the end of this because that's something that people probably should understand when they store a board. There is a bit of a, there is a way that, a, good, a right way and a wrong way. But I'm going to address the whole Zozo Demon stuff. When people like on the, the uh, paranormal TV shows use the Ouija, and they claim to get the Zozo Demon because they're getting the same Z-O-Z-O. They don't have context for who they are talking to. And they don't have, they're blind, basically. They think that the, the, what they're talking to is Zozo Demon. And there's only the one Zozo Demon. And he's here to make my life a blood-curdling nasty hell. I'm sure there are people out there who have messed with Ouija. And they have had negative attachments. But I will tell you right now, it ain't a demon. Demons are about as common as angels, and there is not a whole lot of either. Plus, they are more advanced in terms of their consciousness and their, their existence. And the amount of energy that is generated by a single human being or even a group of human beings is not sufficient to feed the needs of a demon. They need wars. They need you know, black holes. They need stars exploding to if they were to feast and because these these phenomena happen regularly they feast on that but an individual human being no there's an, an even 10 people 20 people it's not enough you need millions so on that note whoever is behind the zozo demon and it's probably a bunch of negative entities who are taking their turns at getting their jollies off this it doesn't really exist as an individual. That's what I keep getting heard, told when I ask about, what the hell is this Zozo demon? And Ken comes back and says, eh, bunch of assholes, basically. <laughs> Which is his shorthand for a bunch of idiot entities who are stuck in like a, that asshole teenage male phase. Like when, you know, teenage boys being, you know, jerks and won't listen to anybody trying to tell them to behave and act like a human being are coming through and making it look like that they're this one demon when they're actually a bunch, just a bunch of jerks. So it just really isn't a thing, but it's easy to make good TV out of it and it's easy to make a good ghost story out of it. So these things persist. And I'm not here to say people should stop it, but I will say that there's a truth behind this, and it's not what people think it is. And if I ask the universe, go behind Ken to ask. It's the same thing. 
universe says, yeah, it's a bunch of dicks. A bag of dicks, excuse me. Um, yeah, the universe is not politely, does not use polite language all the time either. And, um, but there's no stopping it because people are going to the Ouija boards looking for these experiences, so somebody's going to supply it to them. So, and do, now, there's the other question. Do negative attachments and do negative things, bad things happen with Ouija? Yeah, but that's because the person using it called on something that was probably stronger than they realized did not protect themselves and did not cover their own asses while they were using the board. So, long story short, will I say it's their fault? Kind of yes, kind of no. Because, as I said, these things do not come with instructions because who the none of the major companies making these things want liability. So they're not about to do anything other than claim it's a toy. And that absolutely, that is their right. Just as it is the right of the person to go and unknowingly use a Ouija board and get something and stain it, literally stain it with something that is not good. Because once a Ouija board's been stained, it's hard to make it right again. So, coming to that, the proper storage and disposal of these boards. If you have used the board for nothing but good and for ne for neutral, even I would call, intents and purposes, and you're just looking to find answers or connect with people, the board will always be what it is. But if you are going to stop using it at any point, um, you can you you can burn them safely, and you can bury them safely, and you don't you can even throw them in the garbage and they are not going to release anything upon the world even though hollywood have you, would have you think otherwise they're just a tool and their usefulness has been done has come and gone and you have moved it on now if you're going to put it in the closet somewhere do the next f person who finds it a favor and write a note saying this board has only been used for good people and and by good people and explain how it was used and tell them that you know if this, this board is only to be used for this purpose because if you use it for anything else it's not going to work and i'm serious when you say and and encourage emphatically say it's not going to work because it won't the board's tuned to one direction only now if you have come across a ouija board that has probably been used by people who do not understand its use or has been used war in a warped manner or if yourself have, you know, unknowingly used a Ouija in that manner, it's more difficult to dispel it, I guess you could say. Now, again, you can burn it, but I would not bury a, a stained Ouija board because the energy that is in that board is not released. If you put it into the earth, it's going to stain that earth and it's going to make that patch of earth bad. And when I say patch of earth bad, that just means that nothing nice will ever grow there. You might never grow grass uh, on that spot, but, or you might never grow a garden on it. You know, or just it's a spot that everybody avoids in the forest if you buried it in a forest. It, it's just do the land a favor and don't put it in the ground. What you want to do is you want to burn it. And you want to burn it and make sure it's been turned into ash, that nothing is left from it, and there are no pieces. You want to burn the planchette too. Even though the planchette's most likely plastic, and just melt the plastic and 
don't worry about the environmental impact because it's a small item and it's not going to have um, any major impact. Now you're going to be left with a melted lump of plastic, absolutely, but you can throw that in the recycling bin and have it moved on. But when you move, put it in the recycling bin, when it gets turned into you know, its next piece of plastic, it will not keep that negativity going forward. It's already been burned out. So don't worry about it. And do not worry about when you... Don't think that you're releasing something into the atmosphere when you burn a negative board. You're actually releasing the toxicity in that board into the atmosphere and into the universe, and it will... It cannot reform anywhere in the sense that it can find a place to infect, like if you were to put it into the ground. So burning is clean. Burning releases the energy and it goes back into the universe, into the ether, whatever you like to use. And it will return to bother no more, so to speak. It won't be able to, it won't lie and wait for an unwitting victim to use and have a bad experience on. So, having said all of that, if there are any questions, I will leave my email below and you guys can hey, feel free to email me and ask me more about it. But uh, that is the primer on using Ouija properly and how to use it safely and how not to be afraid of it. So if you, again, if you have any questions, my email will be in the description box as will my website which uh, blog, which I admittedly have not been too good on keeping updated because my life's crazy at times, but I will try to make it regular, more regular with topics in the going future. And if you have any comments, questions, or you'd like to book a schedule, book or schedule reading with me, I have all kinds of availability. Please don't hesitate to contact me at the email again in the box below. And I'm sounding like one of those uh, subscribe to my channel spammers. Anyway, on that note, I will close this one out, bid you adieu. And hope everybody is having a pleasant spring if it's ever arriving in your part of the world or fall if you're on the south of the equator. On that end, stay safe and be well.